Or one more. No, it's just a little lame. What okay. am I doing here? Are you low in or am I low yeah. in? You got this. Well, we, we can both be. Okay. Sitting in my Bentley, thinking about these hoes. All I do is kill them. Kill them like Nicole. Simpson flag crimson. Smoke them like Winston's. I just bought a new chopper. I treat it like an infant. I lighten up a stogie. It's longer than a hoagie. Tribulations getting fishy and I don't eat anchovies. The world kill them all. She answers when I call. If the cops pull us over, she gon' hide it in the drawers. Yeah. Okay, well, welcome back to the Heat Check Podcast. I am your host, Christopher Patrick. Chris Patrick? Ah, we'll figure it out. And uh got uh Cody Tallman back in the studio here with me. Cody, how you doing? Good, good. Hold on. Let me let me get a beer real quick. He's thirsty. He um, needs beer. Doing good, man. Great to be back. Yes, sir. Um, you know, living life. Living life. So we uh are definitely this is slated to be a once a month podcast. At the least, like we said, we're just we're spitballing this. We're freestyling it. Um, so Cody hit me up. He's like, "Hey man, um, you want to do you want to do another podcast on Sunday?" And I said, "Yes, yes." So um, here we are. It's April tenth, <laughs> Sunday, yes. April tenth. <laughs> and um, uh, before we got started here, we were watching the Masters and um, Scotty Schefter. We were praying on his downfall, but uh, looks like he pulled it out. Uh, he is getting his green jacket. Um and uh. And yeah, now we're sitting here watching the D-backs game. They were down uh, ten to ten to one, uh, so we were out here being degenerates, placing bets. Um, I bet that that lead would hold and that the Padres would win by nine or more. And Cody said that they would, uh, you know, the uh, whatever the other side of the spread. Yeah, plus uh, plus nine and a half for the D-backs. Plus nine and a half. For the yeah, yeah. So um, I'm sitting pretty. Chris is fucked. Uh- <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, Red Sox have the bases loaded in the first inning, so um, that's also part of our bet. Um, so it's looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah. By the time you listen to this, uh, these scores will be final, and you'll already know the results. Um, so we're gonna get into some other topics here while we have this on in the Sad background. Fly. Yeah, the, <laughs> these streams are a little bit behind, but that's okay. So they're up two zero. That's good. Um, we got some. We got some stuff to talk about, and that's that's why Cody hit me up. Um, it was funny. We, after the last episode, I, I'm just going to get right into this. After the last episode, we, uh, reactivated the Facebook page and posted the podcast on YouTube and got some pretty good reception. And thank you guys for, for listening and giving me that feedback. Um, definitely helps as much appreciated, but, um, there was some other feedback on there. Um, so the story is I got to tell story. Yeah. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I got to tell the story. So once I act reactivated the Facebook page, I got a notification from Facebook um, saying, hey, we want to give you $10 free ad credit that you can apply anytime you want to any post you want. And I said, okay, well, fuck, $10 free ad rev, get this pushed out. I mean, we're not going to be famous or anything. So I was like, all right, cool. You don't so, know that. Yeah, we could be famous. <laughs> make us make us famous. No. Um, I'm, I'm going to be famous tomorrow. So yeah, that's the plan, right? That's the plan. <laughs> But uh, so no, these uh, this gets pushed out to a bunch of people on Facebook, uh, who who they think might be interested. And uh, I'm sorry, I it was it got pushed out to a lot of boomers on Facebook who <laughs> oh, uh, no. didn't appreciate it. The Diamondbacks game's final now, ten to five. Uh, San Diego beat Arizona. 
Um, anyway, so these uh, these uh, old folks or these uh, these old folks, okay, these folks. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't disparage them like that. Um, they weren't too happy about um, about this getting pushed out to their page. They were saying things like, "I do not authorize you to be on my page," and uh, very vocal. And so we wanted to pay special tribute to them and uh, and let them know that we're sorry. And also, we think it's hilarious that you would get so offended and not just change your settings to not have that pushed out to your page. So yeah, I really hope that uh, th- this one shows up on their <laughs> on their timeline. They're gonna be yeah. so mad. Yeah. We initially we special <laughs> thanks to Pam. Thank you, Pam. Pam, Pam hope you're Fisher. Listening. Yeah. Uh, we uh, you're my favorite. We'll take the high road on here, but thank you, thank you, Pam, Jerry, Connie. Kenny, Carlos, um, appreciate appreciate the feedback there. I'll make sure to uh, Wait, get. Am I allowed to say one thing? Can I say it? <sighs> yeah, say it. Say I just it. Want to say it. Say it. Just say it. Sorry. Fuck you, Pam. Beow, beow, beow. I'm sorry. We don't have sound effects. All right. Blue clue. All right. We had much. Never mind. Never mind. Anyway, where are we going with this, Cody? So, yeah, I also, in restarting that Facebook page, uh, today, when we were getting ready to meet up and do this podcast, I was looking, and there was a direct message in the uh, the page's inbox from Cody's father, Marshall. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Um, I hope he's okay with us using his name. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, and he sent us a, an article from The Ringer, uh, The Four Most Incredible Aspects of the Cardinals' Offseason Overhaul. And he said, I'm, I'm going on the record. I'm a skeptic. Revisit this in three years to determine if I'm right or was wrong. And this article is before Kyler Murray was drafted, right after they hired Cliff Kingsbury, basically saying it looks like the Cardinals are going to take Kyler with the first pick and how risky this was coming off the the previous season. So um, I guess his question revisiting is it, was he right to be skeptical? Was he? I mean, <laughs> we kind of hashed this out last week, right? And uh, I think you all know my opinion on it. Uh, Kyler's still got some work to do to prove it. In my opinion, it's it's got like, they're better in a better place than they were. Um, oh, a lot better. So what they went thirteen and or wait no three and thirteen. We, right? pull, we we never have this already pulled up ready to go. So they were three and thirteen. Got the number one overall pick, right? And then the next yeah. year they go, uh, what was it? They went five or was it five and 11? No, five, tied, 10 and five, one. five, 10 and one. Right. And then the next year after that, we went, uh, what was it? How come you only went 20 to 2019? Fuck here. Let me, um, then we went like, uh, eight and was it eight, eight, and eight? And eight? Yeah. So we went eight and eight. No, that's 2017. We're looking at, uh, eight and eight. Yeah. In, 20, oh, eight and eight. in 2020, in 2020. Yeah, yeah. And then last year we go 11 and six. So we, they improved. Uh, dramatically every gymnastically what did i say dramatically did i say dramatically i'm just being a dick anyway dramatically yeah i think so something i'm out here creating fucking vocab words um so yeah no i i think he's wrong i I don't know i think it's a huge improvement don't you agree um well what it's what are are we talking about improvement over the last few years of Bruce Arians going into Steve Wilkes or just an improvement over the Steve Wil- where the team was at with Steve Wilkes because without a doubt de- you can't three and thirteen that team is a mess like the Mike McCoy gets fired part way through the season uh, you were jogging my memory on this stuff earlier this week I had totally kind of 
you know, memory hold that, forgot about it entirely. Well, we all, every Cardinals fan forgot about that year. <laughs> <laughs> you want it, right? That's, yeah. I think that's around the time. No, Josh actually, Rosen, the chosen frozen. Oh, we were all in on. Were I we, was huge. Yeah. I were, was, were we yeah. more in on Josh Rosen or uh, Kevin? Was, no. Can you say Kevin Cobb? <laughs> Kevin Cobb. I definitely was never in on Kevin Cobb. Um, uh, who? Shit, Coker, right? What was? Oh, Jay Coker. Jay Coker. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Only yeah. because we uh, took that picture with him. That's why. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He, we, we used to go to the training camps. But no. Back, what, back to the point. What would you call him the future? You're the future. The future. You're the future. You're the and future. then that Snapchat video. Jake Coker, you're the future. You're the future. Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Coke. That was when uh, I stayed up all night working and then we went to the training yeah, camp. Yeah, you were dragging ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this season, <laughs> this 2021 season, I mean, for what it's worth, getting back to the playoffs was big. Um, 11 and 6 record is big. I know it was disappointing for a lot of people, but. Me being a hater as I've been, I still have to admit that that is improvement. Um, obviously, three years ago, your dad wasn't predicting Kyler Murray being a bitch at the end of the la- the last <laughs> game of the season in the playoffs. But was he the bitch at the last game of the season, or was he just a bitch at the last the playoffs? Well, yeah, that was the last game of the playoffs when he um, he wouldn't finish the game. So he made a That's right. what was it uh, the the backup? Um, yeah. McCoy come in and wait. That's his name, right? Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, I got thrown out because you said um, uh, the offensive coordinator from twenty. Mike McCoy. <laughs> Mike yeah, McCoy. Yeah, Why yeah, is there yeah. so many damn McCoys? Um, These fucking McCoys. Jeez, come on. Uh, yeah. What were we talking about? Um. No. Oh, I guess him, be, him being a bitch. That's right. Yeah. Him being a bitch. Yeah. 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 So there's nothing like not finishing a game that you got embarrassed in. Um, your first playoff game, and you won't go in and finish the game with with a minute and a half left. And what's funny about that was uh, Colt McCoy was telling him, "Hey, you should probably finish this game. Yeah, like you should go in." Like him being the veteran was like, "Go, go in." And then obviously we all know how that ended. Um, let Col- me Colt McCoy finished the let game. Let me tell you a story about a Hall of Fame quarterback, Ben. No, I'm sorry, a future <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterback, Ben, ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> When his rookie year, I think it was oh three oh four, he took he went to the playoffs with Jerome Bettis and they lost, and he finished that game like a man. And he knew Jerome Bettis was at the end of his career, and he went up to him and he said, "Hey man, come back for one more, and I'll get you that ring. I'll get you that ring." And you know what they did? They beat the Seahawks. They beat the Seahawks. Yeah, they beat the Seahawks. So the bus. Six, right? yeah. Yep. Yep. And got him his ring. And so Kyler didn't have that moment where he wait. Do you know why? Um, you know why they call him the bus? <laughs> why do they call him the bus? Because he's afraid of airplanes. Is that true? Yeah. He didn't fly. No, that's why they call him the bus because he always busts around everywhere. <laughs> I think okay, I'm just kidding. All right, keep going. Definitely bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's. But there was wasn't there. That's from the office. <laughs> when he, when he when they meet. Jerome Bettis at the um, the like paper, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think I got you. I think I got you. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Everyone else does. All too. right, all, all right, right. Go ahead. So Sorry. just wrapping this up though. So I think, uh, we're. I think the way he was implying being skeptical then, because that's kind of you know 
it's hard to interpret what he meant by skeptical. Uh, the way I'm interpreting skeptical is that, like skeptical. It's going to work. I don't think like him saying, I don't think it's going to work. Like I'm skeptical. I don't think this is necessarily good. Cause like, if you're optimistic, you're like, Oh, I think it could be good. I'm not like, I'm not like a hundred percent in, I'm not like, I'm not like, yes, this is going to be success, but I'm optimistic. But if you're, if you're like, I'm skeptical, then you're like, eh, I'm, I'm thinking this ain't going to work out too well. So it's the situations improved, but, um, I guess in three years, it's hard to say because we did make the playoffs. So there's improvement. It's trending in the right direction. Um, but I was just going to say we're skeptical in a different way now than I think he was talking about being skeptical back then. So all in all, I would say he, he was he was wrong to be skeptical and that it's worked out pretty good, right? You would agree? Yeah, 100%. I mean, with the improvement that has happened over the last three years, I mean, obviously it's, it's easy to sit there and say, wow, they're stupid. Uh, they're going to take... Uh, spend their first round pick on a quarterback in you know two drafts, and especially when you you moved up to draft Josh Rosen, right? And apparently there was nine was it nine mistakes making before him? <laughs> nine mistakes um, before me. Nine mistakes. Well, that um, blew up right <laughs> in his face. It sure did. Sure did. Uh, so yeah, I it's 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 safe to say that he was wrong with being. Um, a little skeptical about it so yeah but I think that's that was freaking awesome I just thought that was so crazy he said uh he said to revisit his direction was revisit in three years to determine if I'm right or it's was wrong three years and crazy. um in in 18 days it'll be exactly three years so or not even it was in 14 days no 15 days I'm horrible at math I'm sorry <laughs> in 15 days yeah so two weeks we, we revisited this two weeks early um, but I don't think that's going to, I don't think our opinion is going to change in two weeks, whether it no. was, whether it was, um, to be skeptical or not. So yeah, baby Yoda's growing up right before our own eyes. Um, in, when we were talking about this though, um, before we wrap up this Cardinals topic, um, to, to say that, to be skeptical, will Kyler Murray win a Super Bowl with the Arizona Cardinals, Cody Tallman? Oh God. Um, well, being a Cardinals fan, obviously you go, yeah, yeah, he's going to, yeah, he's going to. Um, I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't think they do it because it would have to happen uh, here in the next few seasons. You think, right? Like they're in a somewhat well, of a yeah, window. Because or... if, well, this is kind of the this is the window because well, I, what am I saying? They're going to pay him. They're going to give him his contract extension. He's going to make forty million, forty five million a year, and then they're not going to be able to afford anybody else. And our teams, is, we're to, I don't know, because obviously it's a. Uh, it's a team sport, not a, qu- a quarterback can't win everything. You need pieces around him to make it work. So, yeah, I mean, that's why there's 52 people on the, on the roster. Like there's 52 other or 51 other players other than Kyler Murray that all need to come together and make it work for them to actually get that championship title. So, uh, I'll be optimistic and from being a Cardinals fan, I'll say, yeah, they're, they're going to pull it off. I mean, I think they can do it. I mean, look look how the the hot start that they had last season, um, even the season prior to that. Um, I remember watching that uh, that Seattle game. Remember watching that Seattle game at my house, and they went to uh, overtime, and they were six and three that year. They started that year hot, and then they finished eight and eight. So you're telling me, so you go six and three, and then you finish eight and eight, and then last year was awesome, but they just kept they were winning games left and right. I was like, okay, well, who can beat them? You know, and then we saw another um, Cliff Kingsbury dive at the end of the season where they just 
they looked like a whole different team on the on the second half of the season. So that right there just makes me think that it's it's too out of reach for them. But I will say, realistically, they probably will not pull it off with Kyler Murray. Put that up. Put that. All right, maybe we'll re- re- revisit this in three years. Put this on the in the yeah. thumbnail. We'll revisit this in three years um, when Kyler Murray is playing baseball. Yeah, twenty twenty five when he, when Kyler Murray. No, I mean at least you know t- one thing is to be said, and that's undis- undeniable is that Kyler Murray is a better quarterback than Josh Rosen. But uh, I, you know, I hate to knock him for things he can't control, but his height is an issue. Um, it's kind of it's really awesome when he scrambles around and gets a 15 yard gain running or scrambles out and gets a shot downfield, but it's not. I don't want to rely on that because it's such. It's not good for my heart. Um, it's not good for my stress levels to watch him extending plays. I did that so much with Ben Roethlisberger in a different way, where he just stiff armed five linebackers before heaving it out of bounds for you know uh intentional down not an intentional grounding but you know what i'm saying but i i agree i don't think kyler murray is the guy um and i'll be that hater i'll be the colin coward um it's and it's like i said it's 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 a lot of things he can't control he's really fast um he's got a pretty good arm when he can see over the line and where he can see where he's going but um he really he really needs a lot of talent around him and uh you know the guys that are talented around him right now are only getting older um they're leaving. I mean, Christian Kirk is a good receiver. He's not worth paying top five money, but he's a good receiver. Um, and and you know, it's not that great. Though. It seems like oh it seems like God. now though. Um, I don't want to be a dick, but wide receivers are kind of a dime a dozen. Like there's you can a good receiver is not super hard to find, or at least like a fast, good hands. I don't. know. Maybe I'm wrong. Am I wrong? Yeah. Well, because you're not talking about a, a superstar name. Name a, a couple superstar wide receivers. Go. Um, right now? Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Okay. Amari Cooper? No. No? Adam um, Thielen? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why are you saying Adam Thielen? Debo Samuel? Debo, yeah. He's pretty good. How about the one that wears number 10 on the Cardinals? Yeah, Hopkins. Hopkins. Obviously, yeah. Right. Um, in, uh, in, on the Chargers, Mike Williams? Is his name? Is it? No. What's the? Well, well, let's see who the top receivers were last year. In what was it? Would that be twenty twenty one? Yeah, twenty twenty one. So I mean, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. There you go. Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams. There you go. Justin Jefferson. He's gonna be a stud. Yes. Uh, Keenan Allen. I don't know about him. Uh, Deon- like that's what I'm saying. Like the so Steelers have guys like Deontay Johnson, where like he's you know. Yeah, well, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't sell. I don't know. He doesn't break. Um, a Diggs, Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs. There you go. Chris Godwin, uh, Marquise Brown. So uh, that's yeah, what I'm saying. There's yeah. a lot of good wide receivers. Uh, Jacoby Amon Myers St. is Brown. good. I don't know. I, so so to get to answer Jamar question, Chase. You, you're right. You can fill in. People, yeah, Jamar Chase is going to be. He's going to be a the stud, shit. man. And he, yeah. that's what I'm saying. These young guys, like just, him and Justin Jefferson, they're younger. Yeah, they're, they're going to be the future. And then Cooper Cup is just a machine. I don't. Yeah, I don't. He's like the Terminator of football. So we're watching the the Red Sox oh, and the Yankees the right now, loaded. and the Yankees have their bases loaded. It's the bottom of the first, and it's already two zero. And the Yankees. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> this game's been going on for like 30 minutes. It's only the first inning. Um, 
yeah, so this is going to be technically, I guess, the second episode of the Heat Check podcast. Uh, we invited uh, Mike, Mike Ben, Michael Benjamin out here tonight, um, but he couldn't make it. He's got to build some IKEA furniture. Um, <laughs> that's, that's no shade. Going well. No shade. I totally get it. Like it's that's hard. The very... instructions just have arrows and yeah, the point and, and stuff. And this, the the Heat Check, or I'm sorry, the Valley Sports Plug Studios here in <laughs> Arizona. It's a it's a drive. It's a drive. Um, so totally understand, but he's going to be here for the next recording. We're slated for May 1st, um, is going to be our, no matter what rock solid day we record, which is the first Sunday of every month. So tune in, hit the subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, um, we talked about getting this on other platforms, uh, maybe Spotify and Apple. Cause it's just our voices. We own this shit. So we don't, <laughs> we own this shit. We're not going to get copyrighted. Um, yeah, that's okay. So we'll just, we'll just move on. Um, I think uh want to talk about the playoffs coming up this week. Uh, got some important games. The play-in tournament starts Tuesday and Wednesday for the seventh and eighth seed in the uh, NBA final or in the NBA playoffs. Excuse me. Um, and so I just wanted to look. <laughs> There's four teams here in the play-in tournament that the Suns are looking at. We're looking at the Minnesota Timberwolves, LA Clippers, New Orleans Pelicans, or San Antonio Spurs. Um, as potentially taking that eighth seed and taking on the Suns in the first Scrumptious. round of the playoffs. So, Cody, uh, how was that Coors? Like, no, um, <laughs> very refreshing. Very refreshing. Not a sponsor. Dude, I wish you could see how blue the mountains are right now. They're so blue. Yo, that mini fridge fucking kicks. Ass. That's what I'm saying. Did you stick them in the freezer part? There's a freezer part. Yeah, in the like what? in the Man, upper right. How come you don't have the mustard in there? <laughs> <laughs> So many questions. No, but my my real my serious question is oh, candy bars. Um, out of the Timberwolves, the Clippers, the Pelicans, and the Spurs, which team would you rather would you rather face in the first round? Um, what do you or rather I guess what do you think would be the easiest to face in the first round? Spurs. Really? Yeah. Okay, I could see that because their their only threat is Dejounte Murray, in my mind. Um, obviously they're there in the 10th spot right now, the lowest record. Uh, so worried about the Clippers a little bit because of Paul George. Yeah, George's back. back and I don't know. They were kind of mean to us last year in the playoffs. Well, but we they still... don't have Patrick Beverly, so he, he can't, <laughs> he can't beat up Chris Paul. Of course, the, the, the game changer. Anymore. Did, I know this is getting off topic really fast, but did you see that, uh, so Dallas Mavericks there in the fourth seed, Nick Wright, I think his name is, he said that the Mavericks could beat the Suns. And Ooh, well, the Mavericks haven't beaten the Suns since 2019. No shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We could fact check that, but wow. I'm pretty sure. I saw that posted well, on Reddit, and everything you read on the internet is true. <laughs> there you go. See, you're learning stuff. Um, Doncic is just mean, though. I don't know, but that's all it is, though. It's, it's him, and, I mean, he gets some help from, uh, what, Brunson and um, Finney Smith. Is That's the guy's name. I know that sounds weird. Yeah. Um, did you know actually 69.420% of stats are made up on the spot? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think 90... It's a proven stat. 95% of the stats I say are made up. I believe that, 100%. <laughs> um, we, we will... No, I'm, we're not trying to miss. So, no, go back to... Do you, do you think the Mavericks could beat the Suns in the seven, best of um, seven? No, no, I not at all. Not even close. I think Luka Doncic is very good. I think that they have some good pieces, uh, but I think the Suns at full strength, and even not at full strength, just the Suns with the majority of their best players on the court, they're going to find a way to win, especially in a seven-game series. 
Um, I mean, do I think the Mavericks could take a game or two? Sure, sure. I'll concede that much. Maybe. Maybe they could snag a game from us. I mean, I went to a game earlier this year with Mike, and um, it was pretty chippy, pretty close. But I think ultimately— Did you guys go to the Mavs game? Yeah, that was the one where we were courtside yeah. and we had those bomb ass tickets oh, where it was like dude. row yeah, five. I had we got the unlimited buffet. I could have got tickets to that shit too. Damn, man! If y'all I ever have an opportunity, if a never mind, I'm not gonna say that. But if you ever have an opportunity if, to, if a landscaper gives you free tickets, you take it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> you take it and um, you get your free beer and you get your free balsamic vinaigrette pizza and the bougie shit that the Suns are serving down dude, there that under the bleachers. So good. It was so it was amazing. Dude. Wait, but we're still getting borrows, right? Ooh, yeah. So we're gonna take we're gonna we're gonna pause here and get some borrows in a second. But um, <laughs> we were talking about ass, uh the Suns, right? And so I got a derail talking about the Mavericks, but I think the Mavericks could steal a game or two. But going into this first round, looking at the eighth seed, um, the first game here is between the. Let me check the schedule actually, because I think it was between the Clippers and the because it's seven and eight play and then nine and ten play, right? Is that? Yeah, that sounds right. I'm asking you. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's hey, right. you're you're the basketball guy, dude. I'm just. But I'm nobody. Here to, I'm just here to make sure this chair doesn't. Nobody fall away. bets on basketball more than Cody Tallman. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Right, so yeah, L.A. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guilty. <laughs> got him. Got him. No. So L.A. Clippers will take on the Minnesota Timberwolves for the seventh seed. So I think. Um, and it's in Minnesota, but I think the Clippers could win that. Um, and then, so that leaves then what that team going on to potentially play uh, the the winner of the Spurs Pelicans game. But I so I think it's potentially possible that we're looking at playing the Timberwolves, and that I think would be an exciting series. Not that it would be close, or that the Timberwolves would have a chance, but there's that storyline of. Devin Booker being friends with Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell and the drama we had in that last game. Was it the last game they played where against the against the Wolves against the Timberwolves? Yeah, yeah. where they were where Carl uh, Anthony Towns like did the short. He was like, you're too short. To the Suns were kind of getting their ass kicked. Yeah, to and then everything just <laughs> flipped from there and the Suns packed no, their that, shit. That in. was a good game. Like if there's any game to go to, it's probably that. That oh, was yeah. where um, Devin Booker was like, I don't have no fucking friends. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah, he yeah, said that for it, but um, <laughs> he wasn't calling people a pussy yet. Which game was that in when he said, shut up, pussy? Oh, yeah, I saw that on like, Knicks Instagram game, no. or something. Yeah, I don't it's remember. Like, they're like talking shit to him. He goes, shut up, pussy. He's got to keep that. He's got to keep that energy going into the playoffs. That is the funniest shit. Oh man, I love seen. it. Booker just flips a script. Oh, he flips the switch and he just turns into a different. Well, he's guy. the mascot killer now. Remember, he got all pissed oh, off yeah. about the mascot. Yeah. Well, what was funny is um, I didn't realize about that. Me and Mike were talking about it. Um, it was funny because in Toronto and Canada, they're still strict on the lockdowns. Um, and everything so they're no fans well i don't know lockdowns necessarily but they they don't have fans (laughs) they don't have fans they're they're soldered into their apartments (laughs) they can't leave no i'm just kidding i don't know what i'm talking about we're not talking about that shit but um but so obviously um the raptor whatever the mascot's name is he was the only fan in the stand um aside from like the mop boy and some security and um so devin booker i don't remember they didn't even ever show what the raptor was doing but devin booker was just like Jumping jacks or like fucking yeah, waving his, waving yeah. his hands around or something. But like no, so like we were talking um, before about Devin Booker, like his legacy, 
Um, not going to spoil a future topic we want to talk about, but we were talking about his legacy and just how he's come around to being a great guy in the community and like um, just a great guy overall off the court. I mean, we're talking about him being a dick on the court, but he played off that mascot thing really well. And I'm pretty sure he like changed his Twitter profile picture to like the Raptor or something like that. Yeah, he, there was like oh, there was like that. some internet trolling going okay, on. That's that's awesome. Yeah, and he was having fun with it. And there was like you know the so the PR aspect of it was handled really well. Like he's not too proud to laugh at himself, and you know have have a fun time with it. But I think he would stand by. I think nine times out of ten he would go up to that ref and tell him to get the get that raptor the fuck out of there <laughs> well but I, I mean whatever i didn't i don't know much about it but it is what it is but i just think that's funny and um well, getting off track do you want dinosaurs when you're trying to shoot free throws no no, no do I. I don't want dinosaurs but a raptor is a dinosaur right yes last time i checked dude i need to like freshen up on my jurassic park in your jurassic park yeah um so biggest biggest threat though so we you said you'd rather play the spurs who do spurs, you think is the biggest yeah. threat out of those four teams that the Suns are looking to face, out of the Clippers, the Pelicans, the Spurs, and the Timberwolves. Wolves. Really? So uh, the matchup I kind of would like to see. It's either Wolves or Clippers. Come on. Yeah. Well, you were saying the Pelicans put up a fight. We beat them. Like, we wa- we swept them this season, right? But they're... No, no. We won three, lost one. Lost well, I don't, one, right? I don't like... Uh, and now they I have C.J. McCollum. I think he's kind of a game changer for them. That uh, he's a strong two guard. Yeah, played alongside um, Dame Lillard for all those years. Valanciunas. Valanciunas. Yep. Uh, Brandon then, um, Ingram's really good. They don't Ingram's even need good. Zion. He's solid. Um, I think I've heard. Dude, imagine if they did have Zion. Though. That's what I'm saying. Though. But they've been flopping back and forth about him coming back or not. But I don't think it matters. And I don't think throwing him into. I thought the mix. they said he was going to play this season, as in like uh, just recently. Like he's going to play. Like let me see, Zion Williamson. Because I had him all year on my fantasy team in the injured slot, and he uh, <laughs> didn't do shit. <laughs> Excuse me. Maybe I'll cut that. Maybe I won't. <laughs> what do you I think? Mean, I've been fucking holding him in over here, and you're just fucking letting him rip. Well, I tried. I turned my head at least. I tried to do it off <laughs> you camera. You did, Where'd yeah. my cursor go? We'll probably, there, so you don't have to, it doesn't get absorbed into that cover. So you don't have to yeah, it's funny. I do have, if anyone's wondering about my strong peas, I do have a pop filter here, but I think it it's like eight years old and was cheap back then it's cheap now anyway uh zion williamson said the pelicans needed needed to change they have for the better even without him uh fans catch uh, so right okay so this is not court. this is not what i was saying i don't think he's returning i don't because injury update offers another glimmer another of glimmer of hope there you go that was two days ago is he wearing a bucket? So this is on fan sided. Um, the the Zion Williamson saga has been oh, a his soap opera that never seems to end for the <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans. After it has been requested, Zion Zion Williamson likely wouldn't return this season. Things have started uh, to take a strange turn. First, Zion posted an insane dunk on his Instagram page, almost as a shout out to his critics Wait, and play, even oh. maybe to the team that he is getting close to. Play what? I want to see his insane dunk. Yeah, I actually I'm did. Pull it up on my phone. I saw it on. I think it was on Facebook or Twitter. I did see that. It was. Uh, he got up. It shows he has the hops. He's ready. He seems like he's healthy. Obviously, he's been out for a long time. Um, so it it makes uh make me it makes me wonder if they're gonna try and move him in the off season. I mean, with all the pieces they have now, uh. I don't think they're looking to sign with his his health issues. I don't think they're looking to sign him long term, and he's getting at that point in his career where he's kind of like eight, and he's gonna in a year or two or whenever his contract's up, he's gonna want that big payout, and the Pelicans are gonna want to give that to guys like McCollum and um, Brandon Ingram more specifically, 
um, and definitely probably get another guard in there at some point. I don't know. I think it's Drew Holiday or someone. Uh, maybe maybe my information's wrong there. But um, a few days ago, Zion's stepfather announced that he thought Zion was going to play this season, even though the team was, has clearly not committed to that as of yet. We've been offered hope before, only for there to be another setback. So count me as one of the fans who won't believe it until I see it. Um, but with the Pelicans already in the play-in tournament and the playoffs a possibility, it's going to be hard to keep Zion on the, out of the lineup, especially after the latest report. Yeah, if he's dunking like that on his Instagram post, Wait, he's I didn't putting even that see out it. there. He hasn't, he hasn't posted anything for like eight months. Um, here, let me. I can click on this. Zion... Uh, Where's the dunk? Post insane dunk. Let me see. Here, I'll click the link well, in this fan site. The last article. thing he has is this commercial with um, who's the guy from the Bulls? Um, Zach Levine. Here, so this is on Twitter. So and he's sitting on the couch, and that's what he's doing too much of sitting on the couch. No, I, that's why he's not playing. If, well, he's eating too many Oreos and Doritos. Yeah, he's and hanging out with Eddie Lacy. Hanging out with Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Patricia. Oh, hey, shit. Ah, uh, oh, damn it. Mike, Chris said that. I didn't say that. Cody, here it is. Here's this insane dunk. No way. This is, I could do that. This is kidding. Maybe with a trampoline. <laughs> a trampoline. Like the sun's gorilla. Oh, it played once and then shit out on me. Come on. Okay, well, this is underwhelming. Where, you only where get to it? watch it once, so once it loads, <laughs> well, you better, it. I was looking at my phone. better enjoy it. We got to get some new equipment in the studio. <laughs> uh, Zion, so Andrew Lopez, Zion just posted this on his <sighs> IG. Sorry, if you were wondering, it's recent. Sorry. I missed it again. I was there, I'm just going to let it play on a loop. So he throws, oh. it, he throws it off the glass, catches it between the legs, and dunks it with his left hand. Um, so that so is, he can do that? In his new Zion 2 shoe. So he's it's, a, it's a, kind of an advertising thing. So that's... That is impressive. If he can, if he's doing that, posting it, uh, looks like he's ready to go. Why isn't he playing? Especially if they have a, a playing game coming up. Yeah, you'd think you'd think someone in the NBA front office would see something like this, and you know, because well, he was the number one overall pick, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I believe. I think he was. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday. I'm here, sitting here trying to be an expert. Yeah, number one pick in 2019. Yeah, because the Suns almost got that pick. Who'd um, they get in that draft? I know we're totally on a tangent right here. He's only 21. Oh, man. Yeah, he's Sorry, Mom. Child. Yeah, we <laughs> failed. Um, the Suns, actually, we ended up falling a little bit in that draft. I think that was the Bridges um, Cam Johnson draft. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yes, we got Cam Johnson at 11. Um, that was a hell of a draft. And then... I think we traded, yeah, because we got Jarrett Culver. I guess we must have traded him. There we was some trades. The Sixers, right? Yeah, and then okay, so yeah, and I think we traded him for. Uh, who, did this, who did the Sixers take? They took Mikel Bridges. Where's he at? Um, great question. I should know this. Fuck. R.J. Barrett, third overall. He was definitely a first round pick. Kevin Porter Jr. Oh, Tyler Hero was in that draft, thirteenth. Look at that. See, I didn't even Kelly know Tyler Johnson. Hero went to Kentucky. That makes sense. I mean, this is a good draft class all in it all. It really is. Um, wow. I am blanking right now on where Mikel Bridges is. He wasn't in the second round, was he? I mean, I'll just I don't, control F this. Maybe he was. Um, okay. See, this is an ad. So that that's actually what I had for breakfast yesterday. What's that? Jersey Mike's. Did you have Jersey yeah, Mike's yeah, for breakfast? Yeah. So that was an, that was the. Did 
Oh, he's 25. Did yeah. He, did he get drafted in that draft? 2018. First round pink. T- oh, so he's in the previous year. So I'm completely yeah, wrong. Yeah, the one before that. We were so close. I'm such so. a dumbass. Okay, well, I'm a fake fan. Um, you can put that on <laughs> wax. And um, that's okay, though. That's okay. Yeah, because, okay, that was the Doncic, Aiton, Bagley. Yeah, draft. yeah. He came in the same year as Aiton. Um, pick 10. Yeah, Ooh, Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Bamba. Maybe that'll be our next intro we'll record. Oh, Trey Young, Mo Bamba. Yeah, we should do that one. Um, But, yeah, so Trey I like... Childress. Okay, sorry. I no, you're good. I love looking you're, at old drafts. You're good. No, me too. That that I could, we could have a whole episode breaking down old drafts and missed opportunities. We'll go to the one where the Cardinals traded up to get Josh Rosen, and let's look at all the other people that we could have gotten in the first round besides <laughs> loser ass Josh Rosen. <laughs> um, no, no, we're not. We're, no, no, we're no, on no, the Suns. Just, we're not no, going I'm back. Saying, I'm just saying. I'm yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. For another episode, it's, it's fun sometimes. No, absolutely, absolutely. So, but I want to look. What ifs? I want to look again at uh, the standings and the playoff picture one more time. Um, should be able to get to that um, because we we're getting cocky, we're getting spoiled, we're getting fat and sassy as Suns like fans. Because not only have they broken franchise record, they have the most wins ever for any Suns team. They're fun to watch. Like I, I was there. Um, uh, and watching the 05 teams back then, 05, 06, 07, those, the seven seconds or less sons, it was exciting basketball, but this is, this is different, man. Like it's, I don't want to say it's better cause it's hard to, com- I don't want to compare eras and it's a different style of play, but the sons team is probably the best. And, uh, Mike, Mike I don't know. I'd be curious to say what Mike, what Mike, I'd be curious to know what Mike thinks about this. Um, Cody, this is probably the best Suns team you've ever seen, as as long as you've been paying attention to basketball. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a recent basketball fan. Um, I'm more in it for um, the, the the degenerate gambling aspect. I'm just kidding. Um, no, they're they're dominant. They're absolutely dominant. It's like there's five people on the court, um, that are starting. Five people that are starting that they can all beat you. If you're gonna lock down Devin Booker. Chris Paul is going to beat you. If you're going to lock down both of them, Mikkel Bridges is going to beat you. I mean, they think of him as the defensive guy, but he's been killing it the last two weeks. You know, he's been getting a sneaky 16, 15 points every single game. So I I just think to say the epitome of the Suns is it's literally do, it's dominance, and I don't think anyone can hang with them in a seven-game series. It's impossible. Yeah. So. No, I I kind of I kind of tend to agree. And looking at the other teams, you have the Grizzlies in the second seed, so we wouldn't meet them until the Western Conference Finals at the earliest. Yeah, they're they're, they're kind of scary, man. The Grizzlies are they are pretty good. They just got that win on us. Uh, no, we came back and won that actually. No. Yes. Oh shit. Because I think it was looking bleak. I've been, I've been gambling too much. I know I gambled on that game. I go um, to the gambler for the wins and losses <laughs> to fill me in. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> um, I, I will, I will know. No, we lost. We did lose. We, okay, lo- yeah, we did right, lose at the Grizzlies, okay. um, and we actually lost two in a row there because we just lost Morant, to the Thunder yeah. too. Yeah, because we, we rested like everyone against the Thunder exactly, um, and lost that one. And then we brought them all back and then lost to the Grizzlies. Um, what was the one we pulled out of our ass? That was the the jazz game right yeah when that was and they were getting their shit packed by the clippers too um shit. and they came back and only lost by four <laughs> getting um, their shit packed. you like that 
You like that shit? You like that shit? Yeah, so no. Um, I want to smack that shit. Just for for going going back to this and looking at teams, this is uh, this is what I was saying about Nick Wright predicting some some a lot bigger than Maz. They, they, he thinks that not only does he think they could beat the Suns, oh, okay. he thinks they could go all the way to the finals. Well, <laughs> you can never count out Luka Doncic, and then that's a whole another topic for another episode. Should the should the Suns have picked Luka Doncic? Ooh, we could definitely break that down real quick. Just before we kick that off, I want to say that we're going to read this part of the article here on uh, sportsillustrated.com. Um, it's from Nick Wright. He said, right now I'm telling you, I don't think the Phoenix Suns make it out of round two. Oh, God. I'm about to put them on blast like Peg Fisher. He said, oh, my goodness, the article just took a shit on me right as I'm trying to read it. <laughs> well, okay, no, he's, good thing the ad still works. Oh, yeah, thank God. Uh, thank God I see Jalen Brunson or whoever. Anyway, um, so, so that's you what... you know what Jalen Brunson looks like? Just pretend like it's Jalen Brunson. Okay. They're not going to see it. Make it out of the round two. So he said they wouldn't make it out of round two because I think the team they play in round two is the team that's going to go to the finals. I think that is the Dallas Mavericks this year. Not to win the title, but to go to the finals. So he doesn't think they'll go win. He's not willing to say they'll win the finals, but he's willing to say uh, they'll win the Western Conference and beat the Phoenix Suns. And potentially, in, that would potentially involve beating the Phoenix Suns. Um, and well, I just I don't see it. They they need they need two Lucas to be able to beat the Suns in a seven game series. There's no one else like him. Like I just said, like there's so many people on the Suns that can beat you consistently. That yeah, it's about I, highly. I okay. I I disagree with Mr. Wright. Yeah, I uh, he's Mr. Wrong. I don't know where Nick Wright <laughs> is based off of. I That's mean, it's joke. definitely not an impartial take when you really look at it for face value. Because um, well, he should be MVP. No, yeah, and it's it's about so if you put if you want to compare Devin Booker to Duke, Luka Duka Lange, Duka Duka, comparing Devin Booker to Luka Doncic, that's fair. You can you can have that debate, and I think there's merit to on both sides of who you think is better um, for different aspects, whether it's better shooter, better leader. Devin Booker is pro- in my for my money probably the better shooter. Um, Luka is a good pretty good distributor. He's kind of has a hustle Dude, i think he has a few inches on booker they um, got smacked by the wizards like two weeks ago by like 33 well points. and that's that's what i'm saying coming from a guy for coming like, from guys Celtics like us lose to the wizards yeah no looking because we're putting we're putting money on there we're watching the betting lines and like i i kept seeing teams like the mavericks losing to dog shit and you can say okay the suns the, lost the, to okc so that's a dog yeah shit the, team they the knicks lost held to, them to 77 points yeah. and successfully beat them by 30 like, yeah i well, it's about supporting well, cast, they, right? And then they they did beat the Celtics by three. Mm-hmm. I mean, Celtics are a great team. They've been on fire the mm-hmm. last three weeks. Cody, um, I know, like you said, you're not the biggest basketball guy. You're a pretty new fan. See, they lost to the Thunder, too. Sorry. Suns lost to the Thunder. I love you waxing poetic on these. <laughs> what'd you, what'd you say? I don't even know what I just said. Um, no, so, so looking. Are, are you waxing? Wax I'm waxing. Wax? Wax on, okay. Waxed or unwaxed? Oh, wait, that's a different <laughs> podcast. That's a different podcast. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. No, don't say it. Um, <laughs> so, no, what I'm talking about, though, is I don't think Nick Wright's understanding. He's probably just thinking, like I was saying, like Devin Booker versus Luka Doncic. That's the lens he's looking through because he... Yeah, but they don't have a DA. They don't have a Chris Paul. Well, yeah, listen. Listen what I'm about Sorry, to say go here. Ahead. I'll shut that That's up. what I'm fucking saying is he doesn't have any supporting <laughs> cast. When I'm looking at this roster right here... Um, Brunson's I'm, good. I'm not too worried. Brunson's pretty good. Um, 
Reggie Bullock. Oh, that's a role player. Wait, they have Marquise Chris. Yeah. So look at these former <laughs> sons they have. They have Marquise Chris. They have Brandon Knight on their oh, roster. Oh, Brandon, apparently. I forgot about him. Um. Yeah. I think did I don't think Frank Nealakino was on our team. No. Um. But yeah, he's former former Nick. There's just a lot of guys that are unimpressive and that I'm not worried about where when you look at the Suns roster you got DeAndre in the point god future hall of famer Chris Paul the Devin Booker the best shooting guard in the NBA probably um MVP candidate all-star all that good stuff I mean Tim Hardaway on the Mavericks he's a pretty good role player I guess you could say um Spencer Dinwiddie but that's what I'm saying these guys are all role players and not really like game changers like you have three game changers on the sun minimum um and then you got a def- defensive arguably the defensive player of the year Mikael Bridges Mikael Jail locking him down putting on the clamps oh they're paying him that much it's not even close how much Marquise Chris or Spencer no, Dinwiddie? Dinwiddie yeah no yeah Dinwiddie Holy 17 million dollars this year that's brutal that is brutal that's brutal Tim Hardaway is getting 21 million oh okay yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, God, I wish I was tall. And so that's just that's and and like I was saying, those guys that I'm talking about, the killers on the set. So that's a solid five right there. And then you think and, and think and about is, the bench though. They this is the, the, that's what I'm saying. This the is the homer in me coming bench. out. But campaign, he can What'd come in say, and make but... some difference. Yeah, I so said I'm a bit of a homer. Um, not Homer Simpson, but like home. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you're biased. Correct. Correct. Oh no, Yankees are scoring. God damn it! Oh, Ian's cheering somewhere. He probably is. Wait, did Stanton get a hit? Uh, if Stanton got a hit, then it? I win some money. Sorry, yeah. Um, if <laughs> if you're still listening to this to this podcast, um, we we're, we're watching the Yankees and Red Sox play. Wait, that on this is Sunday that evening. I think that is Stanton. That looks like Stanton. Let's go. Is he 27? How come, <laughs> dude? I'm not a Yankees fan. I don't know. Ian. Is John yeah, Carlos Stanton 27? 27? Well, they don't have their fucking names on their jerseys. What is up with no. that? Um, I'm going to throw Why did I pull up the Celtics Grizzlies game? That's not what I was trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, I just think that it's ridiculous to say that the Mavericks could beat the Suns and go on to the finals when they are just not that deep of a team. Um, yeah, they're... 51 and 30 it's a winning record Luka Doncic is clutch and he's good but the Suns are just a much better more rounded team with much more depth um like you like Cody was saying um coming out of the just coming off the bench campaign um Cam Bismack Biano, Cam yeah Cam Johnson how about the the, the unsung hero Tory Craig coming JaVale back McGee. JaVale McGee that's where I was going not Bismack Biyombo <laughs> we probably won't see Biyombo much no. in the playoffs but JaVale, no that was him you did JaVale you won McGee. your bet woo yeah I do yeah it took me um if you guys were timing at home it took me like a minute and a half to figure out what <laughs> jersey number John Carlos is <laughs> god damn it but um no JaVale McGee is the he's the man He's been a godsend. Did godson. you see they waved um, Kaminsky? I was kind of sad. I did. He He'll had, be back next year. Probably. Yeah, they'll probably re-sign him um, in the offseason. And then they, you see they also uh, signed Ish Smith through the rest of the season. No, Wainwright. Yeah, Ish. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, Ish Wainwright, not Ish Smith. You know Jesus. what's funny? I was just um, on Thursday. I was being the HOA dick, and I was sending letters, listening to 987. Nice. And... Um, Gambo made the same mistake that you just did. Really? He said Ishmael? Ish okay, yeah, good. Well, yeah. if, if Mr. John Gambadoro <laughs> yeah, is making mistakes, And he said it I like guess. three times. Before Burns <laughs> was like, um, you mean Wainwright, right? Wainwright, <laughs> right? Shout out Patricia. Happy well, it's birthday. like um, 
you're, it'll happen once we hit a uh, football season. But how much do you still call the Char- San Diego Chargers all the time? I can't. I can't get used to LA Chargers. There's too many LA teams. Dude, I still call the fucking Redskins the Redskins. Oh, oh, you don't like Washington football team? Did they say they decided on a name? I don't know. They're gonna, they're probably gonna be um, the Senators. The Senators. That's stupid. Well, there was that guy That's who like trademarked a bunch of names just to be a douche. Good for him. I thought they. Yep, the Commanders. Commanders. They're the Washington Commanders. Oh wait, did that actually go through? Yeah. Oh, that happened. That happened. They're keeping their same logo. You could command my nutsack. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. Sorry, mom. How many people? I wonder how many people think that watch the Washington Commander or Washington whatever Redskins or Washington State and not Washington D.C. I used to think. Actually, I didn't know Washington State and Washington D.C. were different when I was a kid. I was a yeah, dumb kid. That's why um, Arizona public schools are ranked forty-seven out of fifty. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Yes, blame the public schools. <laughs> oh, he oh, just he got hit. Him. No, he just hit. You, the bases are loaded. Oh, uh, Yankees come. Oh my God, that's not good. Anyway, um, no, I feel, I feel it though. Yeah. So, but Washington State is awesome, dude. We gotta go to Seattle. I hate Seattle, but I love Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Speaking of Seattle, like that's a good uh, segue there because I want to talk about. Uh, some of the free agent moves from around the NFL. Oh, um, shifting Russ. back over to the NFL side, Russell Westbrook going to the Denver Broncos. Um, pretty pretty good move for the Broncos, but what the hell is Seattle doing? Are they just completely tearing it down to rebuild it? And that's good for the Cardinals because that means there's not going to be a threat in the NFC West anymore. That just leaves the Rams. And are you worried about the 49ers? So I, I know I just asked like five questions there, but um, so breaking them down one at okay, a time. Well, we'll start with Seattle. Yeah, what's Seattle doing? Um, they still have DK Metcalf. Yeah, so they're they're tra- they've been shopping. Um, what's the other guy's name? The little little fast guy, um, Lockett. Oh yeah, yeah, Tyler Lockett. So they've been shopping him. All right, cool. Jets are tied. Sorry, side note. I'm looking at my degenerate gambling <laughs> app. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. <laughs> this is pre-recorded. These games are done. Are they? Damn. Anybody listening to this now? This games are done. I probably and Cody lost. probably lost his bets. <laughs> Hold on. All right. So, um, what are we talking about? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. What is Seattle uh, doing? So I they need to make a splash. What what's their splash going to be though? Who's yeah. going to be their quarterback right now? Is if, if thinking, they start if the season I, well, okay, today? Who's their what quarterback? What I want to see just from like a, a football um, fan standpoint. Leave all teams and biases out of it. I want to see them get Baker Mayfield. I thought the Colts were going to get him. I thought the Colts were going to get him. So if they don't make a splash, then they're going to be absolute dog shit. Yeah, they need to get um, someone. Because um, I did cause actually. This, this draft class for quarterbacks is horrible. It's like the year that Kyler Murray got drafted. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. There's, I, and then the guy with the really small hands and small wiener. What's his name? Pickett. Pickett. Little, um, little Dick Pickett. We know what they say when you have um, big socks. You got really big feet. Exactly. And then if you have, yep. if the glove don't fit, <laughs> you suck a dick. <laughs> God damn it. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dad, I hope you're not listening to this that podcast. No, you must. I told quit. him, I went to lunch with him last week and uh, told quit. him we we're relaunching it. So hopefully, come back for week three. Or, Shout uh, out, Gary. Yeah, I love you, Dad. Um, no, but looking looking at this mock draft, um, the, the, um, in that trade for Russell Wilson, they also got the Broncos' number nine pick in the first round. Um, so, cornerback. 
Right now, they have them. Tankathon.com has them taking Ahmad Gardner, a cornerback. But if a guy like Malik Willis um, slips, them? they no. could get him. Because I know he's the hot quarterback right now. But that I, even I leaves. someone tried to say that the Lions were going to take Malik Willis at second overall. Can you believe that? It's ridiculous. Sorry. That is going. ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Because yeah. they still have Jared Goff. And we know Jared Goff is a stud. He won a Super Bowl. You just said that on the last episode. Do you think he's a stud? He's not a stud. No, he's not a stud. <laughs> but do you do you waste a number one? Do you waste such a high pick on a no? You take you take the edge like, rusher like it says they're going to. Yeah, you take yeah. The Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, and I can't um, believe that they say that the Jags are going to take that tackle when they're going to take they're going to take Hutchinson right yeah. now. I will, dude. I will bet my left ball sack. Oh. <laughs> I have, two okay. I have two ball sacks. You have two ball sacks? Uh, <laughs> wait. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let no, but because um, Kenny, Kenny Pickett's the next quarterback, I guess, after Malik Willis. And then is there any other quarterback that's even talking about being drafted? Yeah, there's... Matt um, Coral? Yep. Coral. Coral Reef? Corral. Corral. My left nutsack. Nice. Um, um, and that's just the first <laughs> round, though. And so I think... I don't think that they're planning us to draft a quarterback. So, like you said, they have to dip into the free agent, go back into free agency, back into the trade block, and see. Like you said, a guy like Baker. Um, I mean, who else is out there? Um, are they? Because well, Pete Carroll said he's. <laughs> well, first off, fuck Pete Carroll. Um, he's not gonna make it too much j- longer. Just kidding. Yeah, but uh, w- what's terrible for them? I mean, think about. All right, all right. So in Arizona and Phoenix, we hate. Seattle fans, mm-hmm. um, specifically when I say Seattle, I mean Seattle Seahawks fans. Um, the twelfth man, right? the twelfth man. Well, they've disappeared, and they're Buccaneers it just fans now. Me off. But looking at them, the amount of success that they've had with Russell Wilson for the last ten years, mm-hmm. um, they've they've yeah. never had a losing season. So you're sitting there looking at, well, maybe they have had a losing season. Who? The Seahawks. I don't know. Maybe look that up because I'm not too confident on that. But yeah, let me see. But what? All right, that that doesn't even fucking matter. What I'm saying is, um, you're looking at a fan base that is just so used to winning football, and then they're gonna they're not gonna have a winning football team coming up. So uh, there's a lot of pressure because the the expectations are high. They just had a losing season. They just went seven and ten. Yeah, I mean, I before, I meant before that. Oh yeah, the um, last ten years. The last time was 2011. They went seven and nine in 2011. Seven and nine. Okay. Yes, yeah, so they went eleven and five, thirteen and three, twelve and four, ten and six, ten and five, nine and seven, ten and six, eleven and five, twelve. And five. So that's what I'm saying. So what? That's nine years of just winning, re- winning, winning records. How I'm winning records over here. Um, so you, there's a lot of pressure to. Replace. I can't believe they traded him. They should have never traded him. No, and that, that and that's is, who I'm wondering. Do you even know who their if who their quarterback would be day one? Uh, well, right now it's Geno Smith. Oh, okay. I think that's the only quarterback they have on the depth chart, right? I th- uh, you're probably right. Oh, the Yankees game froze. Oh, Drew Locke. They uh oh sh- They got Drew Locke in that <laughs> trade. Yeah, he was the second round pick in the Kyler Murray draft. Ooh, that's right. Wait, was he? Yeah, he was second round. Well, and I know because I I'm pretty close with a couple Broncos fans, and they were who pretty uh, optimistic on Drew Locke. Um, my fiance's father um, and her family is some pretty big Bron- Broncos fans. Um, 
there's a couple other people I know um, that were Broncos fans that were talking about him. Uh, this guy I worked with, Devin, actually. <laughs> um, Devin was a Broncos fan, and I that was back in like two, that was like three years ago. Yeah, that, this makes sense because that's three years ago that right when I was switching positions, and he was telling me about yeah we're we're hot on Drew Luck. Yeah, we think he's gonna be he's gonna be the future. Well, uh, man, I w- oh Chris, <laughs> oh no no Cody no don't do it no. Don't drag Mike's dad into this. <laughs> it's not Mike's dad. That's what you said. Oh, man. Well, no, I just had a piss poor uh, <laughs> impersonation of Mike's dad. <laughs> um, Anyone only over a certain age gets the Asian grandpa voice, <laughs> apparently. Um, Dude, thank God you had this in there. No, but um, we're obviously not a Seattle-based podcast, so... Uh, I'm not worried. Long story short, oh. not worried about the Seahawks. We don't know what they're doing. Um, Chris, what you do to this beer? Is it bad? Oh, try it. I don't want to try it. Oh, I got to try it. Oh, my God. It tastes like... Oh, It's expired. It tastes like feet. <laughs> it's expired as well. That tastes like fucking feet. Dude. Oh. Anyway. Uh, we can cut that out. We'll Dude, cut that out. It tastes like it was in the back of your car for two months. In the middle. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Cody, Cody's recovered. Um, the beer was bad. And <laughs> talk about sewers light. Sewers, it's. I mean, all Coors is bad to me, so I couldn't tell the difference. Anyway, it's delicious. Um, not that one though. We're talking about the teams in the NFC West that we're worried about. So we we determined we're not worried about Seattle. Um, look, going down the list here, the 49ers, are we worried about them? No. No. no I'm no. not worried. Um, are you worried about Trey Lance? Trey Lance? No. They got rid of Garoppolo, right? He's gone? No, he's still on the team, but he's he's hurt. He's going to be out oh, until... Okay, so. um, he'll probably be ready for the next start of the season, but he won't be in training camp. Or, so he'd be a hard sell to try to trade. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to. Because um, remember, he dropped... Uh, was an Instagram post or some type of post where he's where he's like, you know, thank you guys, like, um, kind of like what Baker Mayfield did. Oh yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. a little. It wasn't as bad as Mayfield. Like was, heavily implying that he was on his way. Yeah, out because they that. got they got Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah, but yeah. What was so, it, yeah. so he's of course of course Baker's not going to be the starter. And no, so so Garoppolo is no. basically conceding that. Well, because that was always the plan is to get Trey Lance. Have him sit and then come in and be the starter a year or two down the road, which um, is crazy because they went yeah. to they went to the Super Bowl like two years ago. Yeah, and we talk about Kyler Murray being unproven, but Trey Lance is definitely unproven. And that's not to say he couldn't come out and have a breakout season and just kill it. But it's I'm, dude, he played the Cardinals and all he did was run, and he got he he ran so much that he got hurt. And he couldn't play again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and th- th- that's unfortunately the crux of mobile mobile quarterbacks or quarterbacks that rely on their mobility um, to try and shake loose. Um, when you do that, if you're not going down when you need to, you'll get hurt. Um, but that's that's another conversation entirely. But overall, all in all, I know the 49ers have weapons. We were talking about Debo Samuel a bit ago. Oh, he's awesome. Um he's he's pretty solid. Um Kittle Kittle's good. Is pretty solid. Um on defense, they got some they got some weapons. Bosa. Bosa, yep. So there's reason to to have some hesitancy, but overall, I think um the 49ers I'm not as worried about 
as the next team in the NFC West, the Los Angeles Rams, um, the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, Cody, are you thinking that they'll have repeated success and just run through the 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 slate now that they have their kind of core group solidified? Yes and no. They well, okay. So they had a they had a shaky season last year. Um, obviously, it was still winning season, but they went. Um, they lost like three or yeah, I think they lost three games in a row in the middle of the season. They did. They did and have a rough they got, stretch. The first time the Cardinals played them, the Cardinals stomped them in L.A. But then when they played the Cardinals later, we got stomped by them, and then we all know what happened in the uh, the playoff game. Yeah. Um, do I think they're going to have repeated success? Yes, I do. Unfortunately. Um, they signed. Who was the receiver? They just signed. Uh, is, is it Alan, was it Allen Robinson? They signed. Oh yeah, the guy from um, the Jaguars. That would would we be on? No, Alan. No, he's from the the Bears. The Bears. Oh yeah. So they just signed yeah Allen Robinson from the Bears. You're right, yeah, you're right, and, you're and right. they're probably gonna. I bet you they bring back Odell. It's uh, possible. Yeah, for sure. Oh no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, the no, no. Okay, so he played with the Jags and then he went to the Bears. Okay, he was on the Jags at one yeah, point. That's yeah. right. Okay, so I'm not crazy. No, you're not. Um, yeah. but yeah, you're right. They did have some stumbles last year. They the Cardinals did beat them early on at home, um, at SoFi Stadium. We, we the Cardinals beat them t- uh, thirty-seven to twenty. Um, they also like you were saying that rough stretch where they lost three in a row. Um, was to the Titans, the 49ers, and the Packers. Um, which you know, arguably they're all pretty pretty good teams. Uh, and at the time yeah, that we were playing, Forty Niners really surprised surprised me. Yeah, and then they they, they went farther in the playoffs than the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then they went on a hot streak, and they didn't lose until the very last week, um, and and lost in overtime to the to Forty Niners. But then we know the end of that story went on to win the Super Bowl. But that's what I'm saying. Like they found their stride where they had these stretches. Um, they won three games, lost one, won five, won. Four games, lost three, um, and then won five games here, lost one to finish the season. So I think they're finding their stride, and like they're yeah. And it's okay. I said it was a shaky season. Okay, it wasn't a shaky season. I'm saying they won on that three game, uh, three game losing streak, but they're still shit. They're still seven. So they're seven and one, and they went seven and four. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, and there's recent after three losses in a row. Um, you know, there's obviously cause to to ask questions, but then when you look look at their next pl- game on that slate, the Jaguars. If they lost to the Jaguars, that would have just been the Jaguars were the worst team in the NFL last year, weren't they? Yeah, remember when uh, remember when the Cardinals went down big against the Jaguars, yeah. and they we still pulled it off. Yeah, so you have this confidence boosting game against the Jaguars where you where you blow them out, beat win win by thirty points. How bad they beat the Cardinals? Um, they beat the Cardinals 30, by one touchdown, seven okay. points. And that was in that was at home too. Yeah, in 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 State Farm Stadium, and um, so that's that was when the Cardinals were on the downturn. I think JJ Watt was out by that point. Um, but we're we're not making excuses. It's. It's to say that um, it, tell tell me if you agree, Cody. I would say the Rams are the highest threat, and looking at winning the division, uh, my expectation is the Cardinals should at least take the second spot in the NFC West, and hopefully make the wild card round. Um, but we should definitely be above the Forty ers and the Seattle Seahawks. Is that a pretty fair assessment? Absolutely. 
Yeah. I mean, unless, like I said earlier, unless uh, unless the Seahawks get Mayfield, I none of those rookies in this draft are going to be able to win them games right away. No. And and then and then you're sitting there and you're looking at from the Seahawks standpoint. I mean, you got you got some good players on that team. There's no doubt about it. So what are you going to waste? Um, you're going to waste what? What's it, what's the dude? Uh, Dude, I'm totally DK Metcalf. DK, that's right, the yeah. guy that the Cardinals should have drafted, but instead they took fucking Andy, Andy Isabella. Isabella. Oh yeah, I remember Isabella's name, but I forget Metcalf. This could be his name. breakout year. Oh, Yankees just scored. Stupid. I saw that. Oh, they just tied it up. Holy they just shit. tied it. <laughs> they the do with the Rizzo sign. Nice. <laughs> um. So. Yes, they should finish second. In that, there's no, there's no excuse. You need to finish second in that division, or you need to win the division. Win the division would be amazing, and um, I think it would be a twofold proposition. It would be the Cardinals having to come together and um, actually win games consistently and have good play calling. Uh, we could have a deeper conversation if you want about because uh, this isn't Cliff Kingsbury. Is he hiring an offensive coordinator, or is he still going to go at it, making all the play calls and be in the OC? No, he's still OC. He's still OC, yeah. So is he going to figure it out? Are him and Kyler going to get on the same page? And um, is Hopkins going to stay healthy? Because th- it sounds like Ho- Hopkins is the catalyst for all of it. Because as soon as he went out is when shit really went downhill. Yeah, it was bad. But <laughs> who can- I mean, I don't think it's all in Cliff. What, what We're needs- all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, what, what needs to happen, though, is Kyler Murray needs to figure out how to be a leader. Correct. He needs to gain control and the trust of his teammates because I don't think he has that right now. And until he figures that out, I he's not going to have a long-lasting success in the NFL because he can't do it by himself. And he's trying to do it no. by himself right now. And he's not doing the right things. Well, that's what I'm saying. And we kind of t- I think we touched on it on the last episode, but when, when great players... Great players make the players around them better, and they can use what they have to win games. And Kyler Murray, is, so far, has proven that he re- he relies on other great players to win games. And at every level, he's had great players around him that he can go to to make, um, you know, the the Hale Murray, where he just chucks it up and DeAndre Hopkins comes down with it. Um, not yeah. to say Kyler Murray <laughs> didn't put a good pass up there for him to grab, but um it was catchable it's 50 50 you know it's not all kyler's pass it's also yeah that's that was more hop yeah i'd say it's more hop for sure he had three dudes on top of him incredible how do you come down with that ball yeah that was incredible so and and that's what i really i think really showed at the end of the last season and the playoffs is when the cards were uh were on the table and some of those core players were injured and not available um, and then, you know, a little adversity showed up. Kyler Murray crumbled under the pressure. And instead of owning it and, um, you know, sucking it up, he cowered away like a little bitch and <laughs> made it known that he it, it, it seemed like it, he felt like it wasn't his fault and it wasn't his problem and that people around him let him down instead of owning it. And, you know, even if it wasn't his level, that's what the great players do. Even if it wasn't their fault, even if they put all of their heart into it and they gave it their best, they they own it. And it, whatever that's worth, like fans eat that shit up, you know. They love the hero that's like falling on the sword. Um, but like like we were talking about Devin Booker being the the leader off the court and the shit talker on the court. 
Um, and I've seen, I've seen him after rough games, own it and be like, we got to do better. I got to do better. Um, and he, I don't, I've never seen Devin Booker leave a game early. <laughs> no, especially, uh, the biggest game of the season too. Yeah. <clears throat> You'd have to, the only, <laughs> the only way Devin Booker would leave a game early in the playoffs would be in a casket. There's oh, no, there's no 100%. way you're getting him off that court. Well, so that was just, that was disheartening to see. And he's got to understand that he needs, you know, he needs his teammates for him to be successful. There's only, there's only a handful of quarterbacks that were, that have played the game that are so special that it doesn't matter who is around them. They just figure out how to win. And the first one that comes to mind is, is Tom Brady. Look at some of his, uh, he's had good players around him, but look at some of the people that he's played with and they've still had great seasons, and you'd sit there and be like, who, huh? Who are these people he's throwing the ball to? Yeah, that's so, true. But Kyler Murray's never going to be anywhere close to being that good. And that's what I was saying. He had his so, chance He had his chance in the playoffs when D-Hop was out to work with Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, A.J. Green, and make those guys work, and uh, Zach Ertz. So it's like, he. That's those are weapons. Those are some household names. Zach Ertz, specifically, A.J. Green. I love they re-signed him. They did sign re resign AJ Green. Oh no, Ertz. 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 No, yeah, they, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm glad they no, resigned not, not Ertz Green too. Yet. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't. Say yet. They're, I, they're probably gonna sign him. Oh, they have to. They have to. Um, they don't have to. What am I saying? But um, well, they I don't, don't have anybody else, right? No, and I I feel like we're kind of rehashing some of the conversation we had on the last uh, episode. But um, to wrap this up, um, expectation is definitely that the Cardinals get second in the NFC West or better and make the playoffs. Um, and not only that, I think if they make it to the playoffs, Kyler Murray needs to, to show that he can win and be that guy that takes us to the next level. And they need to win a playoff game. I'm not saying they need to make it to the Super Bowl or do anything incredible. Um, but they need to start building on what they're trying to go towards and show that it was worth re-signing Cliff and eventually going to be worth re-signing Kyler too. And Kime and Kat. Oh, Kime. he's gonna get a contract for the season starts. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, all this bitching. Because you know, when you get a letter in all caps from his agent, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Yeah, go back. Go we, back we, to. We read that in the last. Uh, yeah, go back to episode yeah. one, and and we'll, and you can read how we uh, broke down the letter of Kyler Murray's agent. And he's gonna get paid. And yeah, it's because well, yeah, yeah. Cl- uh, Cliff got paid, and it's the same agent. Um, and so they'll work it out. So everyone's all chummy, chummy. And the 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 Ferris wheel can keep spinning, um, but they have to to keep the fans interested, to keep the fans trusting them. They have to continue to take steps to show improvement, and that I think that starts with winning a playoff game, and then going into next year, um, making some serious improvements, um, whether it's free agency through the draft or just player development, um, guys that are taking leaps this season. Um, and and that's that's my expectation. Would you say that's fair? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's the the only way that you can show improvement from last season is to win a playoff game. I mean, we we already talked um, a while back about uh, the five ten and one season. Then you go eight and eight. Then you go eleven and six, and you make it to the playoffs, but you lose and you get embarrassed, and your starting quarterback won't finish the game. So the only way that you can call this upcoming uh, 2022, 2023 season, a success is if they win a playoff game. And yeah. if they don't, then it's it's an absolute failure. And then they need to look at, you know, 
the big picture of what's going on. So if they don't, it's playoff win or bust. It, they don't have to win the Super Bowl. I already said I don't think they're ever going to win it with Kyler Murray. But, you know, that that's that's what it is. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So a um, lot, uh, lot of questions going into the season. Hi, fat cat. A lot of uh, um, optimism. I think I think optimism is a fair word uh, for the Cardinals. Um, I'm eager to see what they're what they have going on, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But I want to talk about the Diamondbacks a little bit because we've been telling you that we're sitting here watching baseball as we stream this. Uh, we're getting into baseball season. Your, your cat's uh, cross-eyed. Yeah, most <laughs> Sorry, a no, couple of them are. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> We're not we're not recording a podcast here or anything, folks. We're just <laughs> we're petting cats. We're petting cats. Um, no, but uh, I uh, there's a lot of problems about the Diamondbacks, and um, since we're Arizona sports plug, um, we're gonna talk about what's going on with the, our home team, and uh, it's just I'm very disappointed. It doesn't seem like they're trying to be competitive or win. Um, and Cody brought this up um, when we were talking before the show. I bring up this article specifically from ABC 15. Um, It says Phoenix as the 2022 MLB season gets underway. Cable issues will limit how often chase fields roof will be opened for Arizona diamondbacks games. The team says issues with the cable that help open and close the roof were discovered during the recent inspection. Uh, The issues mean the stadium roof will not be able to open or close while fans are inside the building. The roof will not be able to be opened after the sun goes down during evening games, as has been done in the past. Um, from what I understand, from what I was, what I've read, just, just there's like they think that um, the cable would potentially snap, and if fans were in the stands, it could you know fuck them up. <laughs> it could fuck them up. Um, yeah, I mean shit. I'm, and that's I scary. would love, <laughs> so I would love to get hit by a cable and sue the shit out of the diamond. I'm just kidding. What if you, what if you die? Though? I, yeah, that's what I don't want. It's that's a heavy duty cable. See, yeah, that's a pretty big cable. I'd imagine if it's opening it. Yeah, I I heard that room. it didn't work at all. And then we were watching the game, and I was like, wait, the fucking roof's open. Yeah, what do you open. mean it doesn't work? So if that place is just going to shit. It's really sad. Um, yeah, bank, bank one ballpark, baby. That place used to be awesome. Yeah, it was definitely, there's a lot of nostalgia around the ballpark. Um, It's been Chase Field for a long time, but uh, these kids our age remember it as Bank One Ballpark, Bob, during the glory days when it was just starting out and we won that fluke World Series. Why are you calling it a fluke? (laughs) I know, that's not fair. It was was well earned. Look Look at the roster they had. They had two of the best pitchers in baseball. Yeah, Kurt Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson. Yeah, too bad Kurt Schilling's insane yeah so yeah you know well yeah kurt schilling is kind of crazy and then randy johnson he likes playing some board game kind a of a dickhead but he's better now but okay so better now better now no okay stop it stop it no so <laughs> you were saying the, the team we took to the world series in 01 had two great two of the best pitchers of all time two great pitchers and a pretty good bullpen um and look at what we're working with now um we got our best pitcher is madison bumgarner which would have sounded great 10 years ago. Mad bum. He's just a mad bum. He's horrible. Yeah, he's not good. Merrill Kelly. How old is he? Uh, well, he was born in 89, so that's okay. about Mike's age. So he's like 31. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. So it's funny because he's honestly not that old, but 
it seems like so long ago when he was winning World Series with the Giants, killing it. And then as soon as he comes to the Diamondbacks, he's just, what, sending it in, not doing too hot? Well, and then uh, a guy that's actually a little older than him, Merrill Kelly, um, is our number two on the depth chart. Zach Davies, he's our age, um, a little bit older, 28, 29 years old. Um, actually, it looks like he just turned 28. Um, Zach Davies, a righty, um, don't know who that is. Caleb Smith. I think these are all guys from our farm system. Um, these three guys, Caleb Smith, again, um, another righty. Oh no, he bats right, throws left. That's interesting. Um, I do that. You do? Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? Bat, bat left, throw right? Or the other way around? Vibe. Bat right, throws left. Okay, I'm the other way around. Yeah, Cody. <laughs> Sorry. Cody's the other way around. I am super gay. <laughs> whoa, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, cut that hold out. Up. Okay, cut uh, it out. I'll just put the dolphin noises again. <laughs> Ew, um, who updated dolphin noises? And then who, so we just got this cat, right? The uh, Mark, Mark Melancon. Yeah, so he's on my fantasy team. He was the guy that got the most saves. Yeah, he got the most saves year, right? last year. He was like 36 yeah. or 37. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was born in 1985, so yeah, yeah, he's, he's up there. <sighs> Yeah, he is. Um, but why? It's just it's these these are the questions I have. Is when you look at that when you look at the starting rotation, um, Mad Bum and Zach Gallon are the only two names that those are the two guys that are supposed to be good, but have largely been disappointments. Um, and then you say and then you say, oh, we have Melancon who last year had most saves in the. But why is he coming to this team when we're not even going to be? Where are our priorities when we're signing closers? Um, when we're not even a, in a position to give a closer an opportunity to close a game. <laughs> is he just gonna hang out in the bullpen yeah, and yeah, spit you're probably sunflower right. seeds? Like, why? Why is, the fuck? This is not shooting arrows. Um, <laughs> you remember that guy? Oh, that was for Fernando Rodney. Rodney. Yeah, Rodney. Um, Rodney I, I don't know. I mean, so I mean, they they owe um, they owe Madbum too much money. That's why he's still on the depth chart. Uh, That's like Granky all over again. Well, Granky was good. Though. Yeah. Then did you see that they brought um. They brought Ian Kennedy back. Yeah, yeah. In a, in That's a, a throwback. Yeah, right. From like 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a in the bullpen, obviously he's not a starter, but he's coming back just to be a, a cleanup guy. Yeah, and I'm not like I pretty much know. I know a lot. I follow the NBA and the Suns real closely. I like the NFL. I follow the Steelers and the Cardinals pretty closely. Um, I do love the Diamondbacks. The home team is the only baseball team I really, truly root for, but it's just been hard to keep up. And I don't, and maybe it's because I'm more of a casual baseball fan, but I don't know these guys in the bullpen. Uh, Joe Mantiply, Mantiply? probably mispronouncing that. Noe Ram- Joe Mantis? No. I'm just kidding. No. Uh, Noe Ramirez, J.B. Wend- Wendelkin. Um, Wendelkin, maybe, um, um, Umberto Castillo, Umber- that's your boy, say it, Umberto, Umberto. Oh. he's a young well, they guy, don't he's a s- young guy, he's like 23, oh damn, or 24, just money, turned 24, dude. oh happy birthday, Umberto, he just turned 24, seven days ago, no way, hell yeah, yeah. good for him, uh, Sean Poppin, we'll get you a lollipop, um, Luke Weaver, already on the IL, with a, what did you <laughs> say, it? what was, was his injury, <laughs> said, okay, so he got demoted to the, um, to the bullpen because he used to be starry. He used to be good too. He wasn't bad. Yeah. At oh, all yeah. the last couple of years. I mean, he was like the one like little glimpse of uh, hope that we had for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, he, so he got he lost his rotation spot to you know one of the guys like Caleb Smith, um, one of the other guys Davies. And then I I was watching this game too. It was opening day, so Mad Bum, your opening day starter only goes three innings. I don't get love it. it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's laughable. So then he he goes out because I think Mad Bum walked like five five dudes or something. Um, and then Weaver Five comes minutes. in relief in the fourth inning, and he doesn't even make it out of the fourth inning. And then I saw some note today. So that was on opening day. That was Thursday. So what? That was three days ago. Yeah. And I see some note today where it's Luke Weaver to uh, the IR. And I was telling Chris, I was like, yeah, he's on the IR with a broken heart because he can't <laughs> play anymore. Jeez. I died. Gonna, he's going to fake an injury. Like, not so, Okay, he probably... Maybe he has who knows? He maybe has something wrong. Maybe, maybe he pulled something. Maybe it's not feeling right. I mean, he just looked terrible. It was well, like you, embarrassing we, for him. We were seeing. I don't know if we said this already, but Blake before today's game, the Diamondbacks were playing the Padres. Blake Snell was slated to start, um, and he got cut last minute with a strained adductor muscle or something like that. So strained pussy muscle. Yeah, I think that's where the adductor <laughs> is. I'm not a biologist, but I think that's that's where that's located. Biologist. Or an autonomous... I don't know. I don't fucking know. Anyway, this is this is just the thing. These, so that's our just our bullpen. Um, well, here I got a story to tell you. Whenever you're you're ready. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So I was um. <laughs> this is how sad it is. So I mean, I I consider myself uh, uh like you said, a casual baseball fan, right? Yeah. Um, I'm more into the football and even now even basketball. Oh, you're more into the football. And the football, you touch the foot. You like the football. The ball bounce off the ball. foot. Okay. And I got the pussy in my lap. You do. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so I was listening to the radio, and uh, I was listening to uh, 92.3, so the the news station, Arizona News, yeah. on the radio. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, what was it? It was um, the Gatos and Chad show. Um, Chad Benson's awesome, by the way. Shout out, Chad. Um, <laughs> what up, Chad? <laughs> what up, dog? Uh, so they, they always do this thing at 5, no, is it at 5 o'clock? They call it the five spot. So they have five people call in, and when you call in, you don't know what they're going to ask you. So I was listening oh. to it, and it was hilarious. So they had five people call in, and the question they asked, they said, hey, name one current Arizona Diamondbacks player. And out of the four or out of the five people, oh, man. only one person could name one Arizona Diamondbacks player. Was it Cattell Marte or David Peralta? No, someone said Marte, and he goes, I honestly don't know his first name. Oh. And I was like, are you serious? Like, literally, like, oh, no. four of the five couldn't name a single D-backs player. And I'm sitting in my car just dying. I was like, this is great. Like, this is so Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, the, the management's terrible. The ownership's terrible. The stadium is literally about to be condemned. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's sad. It's sad to watch hairiest motherfucker on earth but yeah that's pretty sad and i think that speaks Dude, you need to wax your pussy whoa um <laughs> damn uh, my cat is sitting in his lap and i'm not going to be waxing my cat um he's a long-haired american um do you guys want to know his or no name? he's a um tabby cat that's right he's a tabby tell him tell him uh tell everybody his name um his full name is Bobby Justin Heath. No, his uh, real but name. his real name, his first name that he was given in life was 
Trash Cat or <laughs> Justin or Bethel. Justin Bethel. Justin Bethel. Justin Bethel. Shout out Justin. We've dropped the Bethel for him. Justine. Um but no, I just to wrap this up so, so we, so can we go, go eat pizza. pizza. <laughs> um, <laughs> um uh yeah, that really speaks to the state of the Diamondbacks and where we're at. The expectations are really low in the valley and I think that uh, they're taking advantage of that. The owners are, and it's just creating a bad situation. Just all spend in all. money. Yeah, well, spend money. But what are you going to do when your stadium's falling apart? Your roster's garbage. Um, y- there's talks of moving your team. So I think maybe could they be? Maybe we can break this down when we come back. But um, could they be throwing this shit into the toilet um, to try and get the team to relocate to try and start over somewhere else? Well, are they going to go to Las Vegas? Well, yeah, maybe. All right. Let's break that down. <laughs> We're going to break that down. Yeah, so now that we have bellies full of pizza, we're, we've thought about this. Um, <laughs> let's break it down. Um, do you think that the Diamondbacks organization or whatever it is, the GM, the coach, whatever, um, they're trying to throw this so that they can force the the team to either get a new stadium with the city or whatever, whoever is as uh, play with that or trying to get them to relocate to another market like Las Vegas. Is that a possibility or well, is that in the, like a conspiracy theory? I think it's more on the conspiracy theory side. Um, are they deliberately being mediocre to try to force someone's hand? I maybe, it's possible because it's it's not like these other it's not like in the NFL or in the NBA where you can tank um, and get a guy in the first round that's going to come in and make a difference right away in the first year or two or three years. Um, in the, in the in the MLB, it's a much more tricky proposition when it comes to the draft. These guys, even if they're a high prospect, they might go to the minors and be there for a few years. It's very rare. Um, that you're going to get a guy that comes in right away and is uh, crushing homers and striking people out, depending on their position. Um, so they're not tanking for draft picks. Why else? What what incentive would there be to tank in baseball otherwise, or to not put together the best possible roster? So I don't. Can you call it tanking though? They're not really. Well, but, that's it. I know. I, I get. Okay, I, I get jobs. what you're saying. Well, because they're not spending money. It's like I mean, there's that. Like how just put, just put a salary cap in place. How come the the Dodgers can sit here and spend, you know, millions and millions and millions, hundreds of millions on their roster, and then we're sitting over here, the backs aren't doing anything. I I get it's a small market yeah. where, you know, they don't make the same revenue that the Dodgers do, so they can't spend it, and they we don't have the same owner as the Dodgers, where the owner of the Dodgers just wants to spend money, money, because they, they want to win. Yeah. I mean, look at the same with the Yankees. The whole thing about the Yankees winning all these, um, they're buying all these World Series titles because they just have spent yeah. all this money. Well, and, and then that was when uh, the Braves won last year. The Braves don't spend that much money. No, you know, I mean, they spent. I think I bet you they spend more than the, than the Diamondbacks. But that that would be interesting to go back and look at, like all of the past um, champions of the last ten or twenty years, and maybe if we, we oh, remember when the when the Rays won? Well, when was that? Oh, shit. Was that just last year? That was like... No, no, no. The The Braves won last year. Bra- um, Braves won the year before. It was like a couple years ago. A couple uh, years the, ago. The, the Rays won, and like they literally had uh, the cheapest roster out of like... Probably not in the MLB. Well, there we but, go. Then That kind of answers my question, because... 
question because that's what I was going to pose is if we look back the last 10, 20 years um, at the teams that did win the Super Bowl uh, going into the season. Where World did, Series. Did I say Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, going into the season, the teams that won the World Series because we're talking about baseball and um, the salary cap of baseball and the MLB. Um, what? How were those teams? Where were they ranked in the salary cap? Um, for the teams in the all the teams in the MLB, um, you know, were were these teams that were winning the World Series the big spenders, or was it middle of the road? What like Cody saying the Rays a couple years ago were one of the least spenders. So it just shows like with some of the rules that are collectively bargained and are in these uh, CBAs that get negotiated, they kind of have it set up from what I can tell. Where um, once you do draft these guys. And they stay in your farm system for years. Um, they're not really eligible to become a real free agent and sign these big money contracts until they're in their late 20s and pretty well established. So, uh, and that gives teams plenty of time to see and and kind of wait and see where the lower market teams can say, okay, well maybe we can pay one or two of these guys. Um, where yeah, maybe it's not fair that the Yankees can go out and get six, seven, eight of these guys um, and pay them, you know. Yeah, I, 15, okay. I, I got I got some cool stats. for me to read them real quick? Perfect. Yeah, if you go, stop go shitting back. your pants, I don't know if any of that's being picked <laughs> up on the mic. But Cody's over here farting like he just took you, five in the. How about you keep but, that to yourself? Yeah. Um, thanks. I'm just. Someone's gonna have questions if they got some real sensitive headphones, or if I don't okay, know how sensitive. Right, these well, anyway, um, yeah. Read, read, read those right, stats. So I, so as you as you're going, I was looking up uh some of the stats on the Tampa Bay Rays. So they won in uh, the year before. Uh, so they won in 2020. Okay, yeah, okay, that's um, what I thought, yeah. Okay, so the Rays would have paid out approximately $40 million less in a 162-game season than the Dodgers are pay- are paying out in the pandemic. Fucking stupid. Pedantic? The Pan- pandemic. <laughs> pandemic? Um, so they'd pay $40 million less than what the Dodgers are paying out in a pandemic. <laughs> God okay? damn it. Pandemic. There I'm, like, go. so good at that word now, aren't we all? Um, you bet. Yeah, the pandemic shortened season. So how many games did they play in the? Uh, it was like half a season, so it was like eighty-one. Yeah, so in an entire season, the Rays would pay forty million less than what the Dodgers paid in that shortened season. Uh, let's see, Clayton Kershaw and Mookie Betts combined have made approximately ninety-three percent of the entire Rays salary in twenty twenty. So the Rays paid out just over twenty-eight million. Wait, Mookie Betts was on the Rays. No, he's on the no, Dodgers. No, the Dodgers. They play, gotcha, they play, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. They the, yeah. Um, what was I saying? So, uh, in 2020, the payroll was $28.3 million for the entire team. Yeah. So, the highest paid player on their roster was uh, Charlie Morton, and he made only $5.6 million that year. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, it's see, that's that's what I'm saying. Going back to the whole Dimebacks thing. So then that kind of does and, that and put then a, figuring out how to say pandemic shortened season. Does that put a hole in your argument though that um you need to be we need to banish the salary cap or we need to enforce the salary cap um because if the Rays are winning with a low one does it really matter that much? But I just I also want to say it's funny how we start off the question being asked like are the Diamondbacks trying to throw shit throw this season to force a relocation and then we end up on tampa bay tampa Rays. bay Rays. Um, <laughs> well that's we're talking about the small market teams oh, versus yeah, the big yeah. market teams well, and and then we can reel it back and then we can reel it back because this is the yeah, heat check so podcast the d-backs are <laughs> right d-backs are a small 
market team, even though we're what the fifth or sixth largest metropolitan area in the entire yeah. uh, United States, which is unreal. But only getting bigger too. It, exactly. It's yeah. The traffic fucking sucks. Moving here. It's crazy. Um, but for that, no, they're, they're not going to move. They they can't move. They're not going to move. I mean, can you say Las Vegas is a better market than Phoenix? You could argue that because it's starting to be the the hub of everything sports. Um, yeah. Do they, do, are they going to get a baseball team? I bet you they do. Is it going to be the Diamondbacks? No, probably not. So they're, they're not going to leave. Are they going to get? Is that stadium going to get renovated? Of course it is. It's going to happen. They have to. They have yeah, to. It's going to happen because I mean the Diamondbacks are a staple in Arizona. Um, they've been here since the late '90s. I think '97. Um, ninety six, ninety seven, somewhere around there. Um, they they have to just like um, the Coyotes, just like the Coyotes have to stay here. I guess um, we're about an hour and a half into this podcast, so I don't think we're gonna get into the Coyotes on this episode. Um, maybe next time uh, when we get Mike in here, uh, hopefully he gets in here for the next episode, and uh, we can break that down. But I think uh, I think we're gonna wrap up the the sports the sports topics and. Um, do you want to bring in Sabrina here for yeah? A little, let's, get, uh, let's get Sabrina. We got we got a fun topic. We're gonna we're gonna uh, talk about a YouTuber, um, and yeah, I'll t- I'll tell I'll tell I'll tell you more about that when we get her in here. So let's let's break. Right, um, let's go. And we'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. So like I was saying, um, uh, we we wanted to get Cody's reaction on this. Um, I have a feeling this seg- segment's gonna run a little bit long. Um, so any if you're not interested, that's fine. Tune out. But we got. Sabrina in here with us again, and um, we're going to introduce Cody to a YouTuber um, that goes by the name of Nikocado Avocado. Um, so I'm going to start this video um, for Cody to watch, and then I want Sabrina to tell a little bit of uh, his backstory. Or do you think we should just... While he's watching the Yeah. Do, do the video yeah. is like an hour long. Yeah, we don't have to watch the whole... I, that was not the Yeah, idea. yeah. So I'll just kind of like skip through it. Why, why does he look like Tony? <laughs> Tony... Yeah, t- why did Tony uh, delete me on Facebook? <laughs> okay. Anyway, getting getting out. <laughs> I off hope the topic. he's. I hope so, he listens to it. Sabrina, who's right, uh, who's this guy? So I can't hear it. I know. Chill. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Nikocado Avocado has been a YouTuber for a very long time. I, what is that timestamp on that video? October two thousand sixteen. Oh, so he's wow. been doing it for a while. Is he gay? Okay, that's fine. That's he is gay. Yeah, Yeah. we accept everyone. Um, Yeah, I I like gay people. So, he started out as a raw vegan when he came to YouTube, and he was always trying to spread like spread his passion about veganism, Um, like eating like twenty mangoes at a time, that kind of thing, or like also like a a lot of mangoes because he would eat like a bunch of avocados as well, because that's what you do as a raw vegan. Wait, what's his real name though? Nicaragua. His real name's Nicholas something. I don't know his oh, actual okay. last name. Gotcha. Um, and he also started out um, not only making these what they call mukbangs, but also playing violin. What's a mukbang? A mukbang is essentially a video where people eat on camera. And it's yeah. uh, started, I can't okay. remember the exact origins, but or like what culture created it first, but it was essentially created so people wouldn't have to eat alone at dinner time. Oh. Um, so okay. it's, it's definitely morphed over time where people like I love gorge themselves. Alone on food um and he was known for eating a lot of pasta dishes with his bird um and he really got big once he made his transition out of veganism yeah yeah so that's that's pretty good background i mean um i typed in google uh mukbang definition and it says uh that a mukbang 
especially in South Korea, is a video, especially one that is live streamed, that features a person eating a large quantity of food and addressing the audience. Um, So I think it sounds like you know more about You're right. It probably evolved into that. It didn't start as that, but it's now become that. Um, So, Cody, you can find videos... Wait, people. so he he just eats food? Well, let's yeah, see if he eats forward. in this video. Yeah, he yeah. does. It's not until like over halfway. It says halfway cheesiest in. mac and cheese. Just like move it to like halfway. Does the bird? Oh, go. why is he doing it? it? Looks like dog poop. So yeah, so this is vegan mac and cheese because oh, this is when he oh, was still looks vegan. Chunky, it looks horrible. Yeah, well, vegan mac and that's crazy. Vegan mac and cheese doesn't even have any dairy in it, so I don't know what the cheese is. It's made out of um, typically like onions, sandpaper. tomatoes, and then they put nutritional yeast in it because nutritional yeast has a cheesy flavor. Is the bird eating the mac and cheese? I don't. I Does the bird be. ever talk? <laughs> I don't think he said talks. no. It doesn't. No. no, so this is like. Like cool if he did. This is what he was doing in 2016. Um, look at he's like look he's a pretty big YouTuber. He has three million subscribers and f- almost four million views on this video alone. Um, so look at this guy. He's pretty pretty lean. Um, vegan obviously. Um, Sane. Like he talks for an hour about normal things. He keeps his calm. He doesn't scream. I think is a point I want to point out now. You'll see why. I think your cats are frightened out there. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Sorry. I just heard a little tumble. <laughs> a rumble and tumble. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Um, yeah, but no, he's got this big pasta, vegan pasta. So then you get the idea, right? Like this is a guy that looks like a normal YouTube Wait, channel. Yeah. So he just eats macaroni and cheese for... And talks for an hour. For an hour? Yep. And three million, four million people have watched this? Yeah. People love mukbangs. <sighs> Man. Yeah. All right. So he's kept with this. I'm gonna now start for, eating on camera, dude. I'm saying we could do we could do a cha- a whole side channel or a whole us just eat se- pizza. Just yeah, we yeah. could get bars. People love hearing this like the sound. I love mukbangs myself. I love watching people eat and like the mouth sounds. Are you I, it's serious? We'll save ASMR oh for another. God, we'll, we'll go into gross, ASMR another time. Sabrina. But I love hearing people eat. It the messier, really? like, the better. It's it scratches an itch i can't explain don't go on twitch oh. don't go in the Wait, twitch people ASMR eat food section. on That's twitch i'm gonna say no um they don't eat food i mean some people i'm sure some people on twitch eat food but that is it sex wait um, a big thing on um twitch this is going into asmr which i don't think we should go too much into yeah but people will like what's ASMR? they'll get like ear phones that like or like microphones that are shaped like ears and just like suck on them and make like <laughs> slobbery noises all over. The basic, it's really gross. Basically, I don't get into that. We'll, Cody, we'll, get, we'll show you. Maybe we'll show you this on the next one because instead of pop culture, maybe it'll just be YouTube culture. Wait, we, but all right, just what's ASMR though? Tell me what that it is. It stands for it's like, like um, goosebumps. So like um, it's like auto sensory um we'll something pull it up. response. We'll pull it up. Right, ASMR definition. How does he have an hour worth of shit you to say while that? eating macaroni and cheese? Uh. Un, what is that? Anonymous sensory meridian response. Yeah. She said it's like goosebumps. Yes. Yeah. So it's basically when you hear, like you get a tingling sensation that begins at the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. So it's basically like when you get the goosebumps, like when, do you know when you get goosebumps listening to music? 
it's it gives you that same effect so people gotcha, listen to okay. asmr to kind of get that same effect of goosebumps some people fall asleep to asmr because there's different forms it's not all like food sounds and slobbering sounds <laughs> slobbering sounds. <laughs> like sometimes it could be like tapping on things or um scratching like okay okay yeah dude people are weird yeah all right. well wh- all right so, so no but this guy this weird guy's made a living off of it so now you got to see we're gonna see the this, transition this is what he devolved into and this is like, is this present day? When this is, is this present video? day. This was yeah, a few days ago. <laughs> Just hit play. And so he has just become like he gorges himself on food. Um, and he definitely makes it a point to he's made his weight like a huge center point around his content. And he used to back in the like a like a year ago. He was like, "Oh, I'll stop when I hit 300 pounds." Oh my god, pounds. he eats all that food. Yeah, yeah, he will. And it's gotten to the point where he's telling his subscribers, "Like, oh, I'll stop when I'm f- like 350. I'll stop when I'm 400." And it just like it doesn't seem like there's going to be a stopping point. What is this fat burger that he's eating? Wait, you're telling me he eats everything? Um, sometimes there's leftovers. It just depends. Yeah, and he'll get like you see like right here like I I don't know if that came with it. Yeah, and look at the antics. He's like crying. He no. he's very um, what's the word? Dramatic? Oh, animated. Wait, how many animated. People? That's the word. He's very animated about. Oh, only two hundred six thousand. Yeah, so this video is obviously he it's, just posted this pretty new. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, he looks like a big avocado. He is big. He's a big boy now. <laughs> so he's fat now. Yeah. Okay, the joke is he's fat. Dude, was the, was the next he, video you sent me different? Another he, the video I um the reason why we bring dude, up look is how it's, gross that burger. Yeah, looks. It looks like feta cheese or like cottage cheese. Ugh, ugh. All right, sorry. Yeah, and no, it doesn't look good. Chris would watch me watch these videos, and he'd be like, "Why are you even? What are you doing?" And it's just about his like what is wrong with his him? reactions to stuff. He's so animated about things, and he's genuinely crazy. Like he will make the most ridiculous videos, not only centered around food. Is he still gay? He's still very much gay. Oh, yeah. Okay, but it's like this has to be this has to be a persona, right? Because he's been doing this for six, seven years now. Um, but the th- obviously, you can see he's not a vegan anymore. That's a hot dog and wings and a burger. No. And all sorts of shit. He's fat now. Oh, he's put on mad weight. But like she said, he's not going to like stop. Um, let's 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 fast forward to the end of this video and then start the next one to just see. Because we're not even halfway through this. Look at it. Oh, my God. He, he I want to see how much time. he devours. Or, or just like fast. I want to see what disappears. Yeah, just like right. The time lapse. It, Oh, it's disgusting. He's just putting it away. Oh, man. That is so gross, Sabrina. He probably leaves a lot of it behind. I bet you he leaves a bunch behind. Like, all oh, the wings are... Wings look kind of good. I was going to say, they don't, they don't look too bad, right right now. Yeah. Those crinkle. <laughs> oh, my God. See, just... All right, so let's, let's go to the next video, though. Let's go to the next video. <laughs> So the next video is just like a montage of him. And like I specifically added or wanted to show this one because it just is like um, it shows a bunch of his craziest moments. Like this man has literally shit on camera. Like he pooped his pants on camera and left it in. Yeah. Like he's psychotic. Is he crying? Oh, yeah. This one's only six and a half minutes long. So maybe we can go through this whole compilation. But yeah, he has like breakdowns. Like he's become a meme um, in some corners of the Internet uh, for a lot of these types of. I mean, look at that shit. 
I know obviously whoever's listening to this podcast right now isn't going to be able to see this. I'm going to try and throw some pictures up in there, but you can um, link them in the description. Yeah, I'll link I'll link these videos in the description um, and check out this guy Nick Akato. That was kind of funny. If you want. <laughs> It's definitely a character. I don't think that this is how he is in his real life. I think he's found a way to get clicks and get views, and it makes him a lot of money. Did you see him beat the shit out of all the food with the broom? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, like, honestly... <laughs> fuck? How... Dude. In uh, a way, how much different is this than um, some of, like, the crazy antics and shit you'd see on the TV and the late 90s and early 2000s like jackass almost where it's just like that outrageous content like you were almost saying like i don't know i don't want to expose anything but if 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 someone were to want to do prank videos and post them online like just posting stuff that's like goes cuts against the grain and like what society expects from people and like having a table full of food and beating it with a broom like <laughs> someone's gonna like maybe that's not for me maybe i'm not one of his three four million subscribers who's gonna want to watch this stuff on a regular basis but what do you think so he he gets paid to do this he gets paid so much money to do this how, how much money does he pop his, his network but between how many because he also has like five yeah, channels so quick. between all of his channels his sponsorships um, his patreon he's i i think it's kind of sad actually Four million. Four million bucks. Yeah, I think that's what I saw. Where net worth four million estimated. Um, what's that website that shows the channel? Um, wow, I don't know. Let's see. Track analyst. What is he Social even saying? Blade. Social even... Blade right here. Oh yeah, do you want to hear what he's saying? Let's see if we can bootleg. I think it's just a bunch of gibberish. Don't feed the cats. Oh, I don't feed you. So look at this. Fries? Look at this. On Social Blade, his estimated monthly earnings are uh, one and a half thousand to twenty six thousand. Jesus Christ. Um. So and it's estimated in a year, he's right. And that's a pretty crazy fucking range. But they're saying he, they're estimating anywhere from twenty thousand to three hundred twenty-one thousand. So I mean, split the difference. He's easily making a hundred sixty thousand a year. And this is just for his one. What YouTube website channel, is? Though. Oh yeah, has this like is, five. That's a good point. Yeah. How do you guys have all these like crazy websites that you use? You just got to be on the internet, Cody. I'm such a boomer. I'm like peg over Okay, here. boomer. Um. Yeah, you got to know where to get the stats. This is where the stats are. Yeah. Anyway. So, but, okay, so we're back to the... He just looks like a fat kid. Yeah, it's, it's sad because... Um, looks like fat Tony. Like, like Sabrina said, it's twofold for me. Because like Sabrina said, this is clearly a character, in my opinion, where he's just kind of being extreme for the clicks and to keep the money flowing. Um, but at a certain point, I think you're, there's got to be some mental point when he... Uh, goes from being a vegan and being skinny to being this big and just eating all this junk. Yeah, well, I've talked to you about it before. I, I'm not going to get too into the conversation because I don't think it's the time, but I've talked about how restriction, it's like a pendulum, right? Like if you are super restrictive, especially to the point of being a raw vegan, that pendulum is going to swing back the other way and you're going to binge all the time because you missed out on all this Is that what foods. you think it is? 
Yeah, I do think it's a part of it um, because I remember I watched Nikocado Avocado when he was in his vegan days. And like he would talk about, I remember him talking about in one of his videos how him and his husband were out on a date and there was olives in front of them and they wouldn't eat the olives because they were afraid of how many calories were in them and if it was going to make them fat. So I think when you have that mindset of being so scared of gaining weight and restricting yourself so hard it it's just going to swing the other way and you're going to be like lose control it's like the forbidden fruit if you will yeah yeah um so but i do think he's despite all this he cries a lot yeah it's a big part of his content i i do think that uh, obviously it's a character but he's also extremely smart this dude's raking in a lot of money and i think he's he's cracked the code as far as how to get views i i do think there's something to be said about how far would you go and what would you do to your body to get views and to get money but so just be a psychopath and film yourself yeah oh go I mean, that's yeah. He had like a bunch of snot coming out of his. That's nose. what I'm saying. Yeah, that was disgusting. Um, how right. how much are you willing to sell out to make a dollar? Um, I'll tell you one thing: Valley Sports Plug is never gonna sell out. <laughs> <laughs> never. I mean, maybe for the right price. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but I think we're, t- we're it's time to wrap up this episode of the Heat Check Podcast. This was episode two. Um, thank you, Cody, for coming back. Um, just no, thank you. I mean, we're going to, like I said, consistently, at least we're going to do this once a month. I'm really glad we were able to get a second uh, podcast out in a, in a week. Um, so we might do that periodically, might drop a few in between the monthly ones. Um, and next time, I'm pretty sure uh, Mike, Mike Ben is going to be out here. So uh, we're going to keep rocking and rolling. Oh, yeah, and I've thank you. That. I know what that is. All right. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's a meme. He's a meme. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, If you're interested in learning more about Nikocado, Avocado, and Mookbangs, yeah, check out the the links in the description. It's cool. Um, The (laughs) outro, the intro, it's all great. It's all gravy. But thank you guys um, and catch you next time. Have a good night. Are you low in or am I low in? You got this. Well, we can both be. Okay. Sitting in my Bentley, thinking about these hoes. All I do is kill them, kill them like Nicole. Simpson flag crimson, smoke them like Winston's. I just bought a new chopper, I treat it like an infant. I lighten up a stogie, it's longer than a hoagie. Tribulations getting frishy, and I don't eat anchovies. The world kill them all, she answers when I call. If the cops pull us over, she gon' hide it in a draw. See, I come from a place where stars never shine and Charlotte is a